Nope. Is it true because we can prove it? It's true because it's true according to its referent. Now, that's an assertion without any evidence, right? I'm asserting that God exists. That is a truth. That's an objective truth. Do I need some evidence? Sure I do. Before I'll believe. That's where we are in our world today. People are debating whether or not God exists. So, uh, yes, sir. I would say God is in all planes of existence. In fact, to be God, he would have to be God of every possible world, even the one you could imagine. He would have to be God of that as well. That's the ontological argument, by the way. That's a really cool argument. Let me, ooh, we've, we've got some time. This is a great, this is my favorite class because uh, Wednesdays, I mean. This is an email I got not even six months ago. Hello, Mr. Dean, I'm in trouble. I am taking an intro to women's and gender studies class and oh boy, is it rough. My professor wants us to basically be feminist. We have to write our papers and answer discussions from a feminist point of view and I am not a feminist. It's very frustrating. Okay, now that I got that out of the way, we are having a discussion next Monday over sexes and gender. She believes there's more than two sexes. It's called intersex, and it's driving me insane. I have no idea what to do or think in this class because I have to be in her point of view or I fail. But I know half the stuff isn't correct, or it might be correct, and I just don't know, but I'm so confused by this class and all the stuff we've talked about so far. First of all, why is she taking the women's and gender studies class? It kind of sounds like her own fault. <laughs> okay. Good point. Why is she taking the class? That's her own fault. I hope that's not the answer you want when you find yourself in jail because you got arrested for some dumb thing and you go, well, I deserve it. Don't bail me out. It's my fault. No, you'd be like, help me. Bail me out. I learned my lesson, right? No, but she might have thought, Women's studies, she has, she's a sociology major. Cause she, um, sorry. Yeah, I think so. She wants to be a social worker. So these are classes you don't get to choose. These are classes they force on you in that track. So she didn't, oh, I thought I'd take this class. I know who this is. And I wouldn't just choose this class. They're, they were made to take this class. This is part of their, uh, what do you call it? Major. It's part of their major. So here, here she finds herself in the class. This, this last sentence is the one that broke my heart. I know half the stuff isn't correct, or it might be correct, and I just don't know it, but I'm so confused. Man, all the stuff we've talked about in this class so far, you see why this is urgent. This is, this is so, so, so important. There's more than two sexes. Are you kidding me? Could you please show me one? Well, this androgynous hermaphroditic baby. What's a hermaphrodite? Both, both genitalia. Yes. B let's just say the baby has both ve 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 vegetales. Both genitalia. So it's a child that has both genitalia. How does it follow logically that because a child has both male and female genitalia, there's now 
a new sex. Let me, let me say it this way. Exactly. There's male and female. So do we want to call them a ma female or a female? Those aren't different sexes. They're just grouped in a different way. Yes, sir. It's because the person biologically operates differently. That's why they have to classify it differently. They don't have to class it, classify it. They have a name for it that's not even used anymore. Hermaphrodite was the name that they called it. But intersex is brand spanking new. And they never recognized, they never recognized a hermaphrodite as a new or even different sex. Because you could do a blood test and you could find out if they were male or female. And they were either male with female genitalia as well, or they were female with male genitalia as well. I don't know if y'all know that all of y'all started out as hermaphrodites also. And when you, somewhere along the line, you're, the male parts of you change and become part of the female parts of you, okay? Just not to embarrass anybody or get too graphic, but yeah. So somewhere along the line, something broke genetically and this child continued to develop not one dominant over the other, like I'm assuming all of you, but both, okay? And they were born with both. Oh, and they may or may not be operational. But how does it follow logically that because both male and female are present in the child, that we have a new sex? Sorry, I've got to address one thing real quick. You said you could tell gender by blood. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like that. Sure. Y and X, chromosomes. Chromosomes. You would find cell tissue in any blood. Like women bleed blue and men bleed red. No, no, no. But I'm talking about chromosomal um, testing. And one will be predominant. You, you don't have, if I bred a dog and a cat, would I get a mouse? Essentially, that's what she's saying. But it's still either male or female, yes. So, I mean, these are, these are relatively obvious things, right? Are you confused? Now, listen, if, if, I, if you didn't have a class like this, and even if you did, apparently, <laughs> I could present you with so much proof and so much information, and I could tell you so many different things that if you haven't been trained in critical thinking and you haven't been trained to sift everything that somebody claims is true. And if it passes muster, accept it. If it doesn't, question it. Including everything your preacher says, your pastor says, and your youth minister says. Everything needs to be sifted, not just moral discussions. Your religion. I hope this is the year that you make your religion, your faith, yours, because you're going to sift it. Is it true that it's wrong to have a praise team? I'm going to go search that out. Were there praise teams in the Bible? No. Ah, we have a praise team and there wasn't praise teams in the Bible. Therefore, what? Is it wrong? I don't know. What conclusions are you going to come to? You can't come to a conclusion without various, what? Reasons. That's what arguing is. Is it a good argument? Yes, Ethan.
show us plenty of evidences and that could help us to understand. But help us to understand what? How do I, how do, oh, the gender debate and why it's bogus. Oh, I never said that. That's a straw man. I said, how does it follow logically that there is more than two sexes? Because she would either have to come up with proof that we have a new species, or, uh, on the lines of new species, a new, a new sex. Could you even imagine? Um, I'm just trying to figure, what would a new sex look like? But you'd have to show me what a new sex, uh, and if you show me a hermaphroditic child or creature, we're going to call that a hermaphrodite, and we're going to say it has male and female genitalia. Yeah, what would classify a new sex? It would have to complement and be similar to, by in definition, to the old sex. But what is the definition of sex? What is your sex when they say that? Are they, do they mean boinky-boinky? <laughs> they don't mean boinky-boinky when they're saying, what is your sex? What do they mean? <laughs> and what, what, what was that classically called? since the beginning of time up until about 10 years ago. Your, then your gender. So gender and sex were synonyms. I've got a dictionary from 1965 over there. Synonyms. But just because I call something a different name does not make it so. I have to have good reasons, Lexi. I just, like, I wonder why it's different. So like, we have A blood type, we have B blood type, and we have AB blood type. But we don't say like, oh, you're A Great, great question. Um, that would be a, it, let's say you made a statement. Well, blood types are meshed, so, and that's a new blood type. So I think that uh, sexes also, that would be your claim. And I would say that's an unequal comparison or false analogy. Okay, that's a logical fallacy. It's a false analogy. How does it follow logically that because blood is typed one way, therefore humans are typed, ought to be typed the same way? Do you know how blood type is actually typed? Do you know what makes it A? I'm not talking about I am. I'm talking about blood typing, and it's a false analogy to say because we type blood a certain way, therefore we can type humans as a new sex and type them in the same way. That's a false analogy. You can't draw that logically. Because first of all, you can't demonstrate even how they type blood, just that they type blood. You don't know how they type it. Therefore, how can you argue the process of typing a new sex? Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. The gender debate is not bogus. The gender v debate is very real, and I think it's extremely, um, it's having an extreme effect in our society because there are people, and I don't think they're making it up any more than I think a homosexual chooses to be a homosexual. There are people who are female and feel ma male. You cannot deny that to them. That's like you going, I'm tired. And I say, no, you're not. Or I've got a headache. And I say, no, you don't. How could you possibly know? That's a truth that only I know. It's objectively true that I have a headache. You can't know it, but it's true. Okay. I feel male. No, you don't. Because you're female. I can clearly see that. 
So I'm not ready to say that's bogus or that's wrong. No, not at all. This is different, however. This is somebody making a claim there is a third sex, a new sex, without any proof, because all I have is the email. But I'm sure that this teacher has given her, because I've read about this, one of two different things. Either an alien, completely foreign, brand new sex, or a hermaphroditic And that's kind of like, um, it's always existed, they classified it differently. Uh, marriage has always existed, but they're classifying it differently. Your job, my job, is to take these new classifications and ask, are they true? Is marriage the union, the sexual union between two people that love each other regardless of their sex? See, according to the Google definition of marriage, yes, that is true. But what our society did is simply grabbed a word and they just redefined it. And that's really tough when the majority of culture accepts, they accept that redefinition. And words get redefined all the time, y'all. How many of you think we're going to have a gay old time at lunch? And you just talk to your friends, oh, we had a gay time. I'm bringing that back. That doesn't mean queer. That means good, fun. No. What is this, 1920? Gay got redefined. So did mouse. Oh man, I forgot my mouse. You've got, you've got mice? No, my computer mouse. You have a mouse that knows how to use a computer? We all know what a mouse is. It got redefined. But it actually had a new definition added to it. But marriage got redefined, not just a new definition added to it. What was the classic definition of marriage? One man and one woman. Yeah. So, did I blow your brains out? Sorry. It was a longer class. Usually we're good for about 20, 20, 30 minutes. I love your questions. Um, I love when you disagree, don't agree, challenge, question. You should challenge and question everything. Not only that I say, but everybody else that tries to tell you what truth is. Whether it's English class, math, science, whatever. Try that on Miss Niemeyer. <laughs> Don't you have a test next period? I do. Okay, good. May God bless you in that. <laughs>